Oh man, welcome back to the gray space. I'm Zeke. That is Dre. Yes, sir. And we got another good one for you guys this week. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure you subscribe to become part of the tribe. Do us right. Hit that like and comment if you are rocking with the content now. We got a special guest in the building. That we do. And our guest today is the true definition of black queen excellence. Phoenix, Arizona, born and bred. Her roots in the community are stamped and certified. She is a woman that wears many hats. A lot of them y'all can't feel. Mm -hmm. Founder of Blazing Curves and Blaze Image Consulting, which empowers all to own their body image and empower themselves in their body image. She is also an actress, model, and host of Desert Wood Days, which can be found in a lot of places. Your favorite streaming platforms, including Apple TV, Android TV, Fire TV on your Fire Stick. I'm, I'm not done. Roku, Google Play. I'm still not done. Apple Store. And most importantly, a part of the Dream Network channel. Her catalog is so long, there is no way I can cover it all. But that's why she's here. That's why she's here. We got Miss Kathy Blaze Jefferson in the building. Miss Kathy Blaze, how are you? I'm awesome. Look, a little hot, but I'm good. It is a little warm. It is a little warm today. Yeah, for sure. It's that humidity, man. That's the excess killer. Man, that rain hits, and it changes everything. It sure does. It sure does. That's why, you know what? You got to be used to blazing all the time. There you go. There you go. There it is. I love it. Well, thank you for coming through to the gray space. Uh, we got like I, I just was telling you we got the call from TJ Super and with TJ Super I never say no I just say okay <laughs> um, and he sent us the info um, some info on you and you're kind of a I wouldn't say a secret but you're doing a lot of things you're doing yeah. a lot of things and it's mm -hmm. and it's lovely to see all that you're involved in so obviously I spoke of um you know your 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 businesses that you founded, uh, Blazing Curves, uh, Blaze Image Consulting. Um, talk. Let's kind of talk about that. Let's talk about you know your career and how you got into you know your your consulting firms that you have now. Okay. Well, I'll I'll start with Blazing Curves. Okay. Blazing Curves. Um, I started in two thousand seven. Mm -hmm. And I started Blazing Curves because there was a need here in Arizona. Right. I, um, being a plus-size model mm -hmm. and an actress, I was with an agency. I always like to tell this story because it's so relevant to my life. Mm -hmm. We went out to this competition out in Hollywood, California, and I won all these awards and medals for um, acting and modeling. Then I get back home to Arizona happy that I just won all these medals but they meant nothing here mm. because there wasn't any platforms for plus size models. Right. I mean, actors, I mean, we can, there's always a other, as they put it, an other role right. that we could right. audition for. Right. But there's not, hey, this role right here, this lead I want to audition for because right. it's either, um, it's Caucasian female mm -hmm. Or they, there's plenty of roles for black males. Or is the fit? She, she, they'll put that in there. She must be fit, mm. which that doesn't. I, I didn't meet that category. Okay. Okay. I don't think I was uh, what they called fit since well, I was seventeen, did. eighteen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. 
so um, I went back to my roots with my grandmother saying, if if it's something that's not there, you create it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason Straight why I created up. Blazing Curves. Okay. Because I was going outside of Arizona to work. Right. And why should I have to leave my own home to work right. when there's plenty of work here? Plenty of opportunities, right. But that was what I was having to do, so I created Blazing Curves. I say I created it for selfish reasons, which it was for myself. Mm-hmm. But I think God had another plan for me. For sure. Because I started getting calls and messages on social media because they would see me posting pictures, my pictures and things that I was doing. And I would have husbands messaging me, can you help my wife? Her confidence is mm. low. Uh, she won't wear this. Or can you just help her with the in these areas? Oh. Or I would get uh, messages from parents. My child is being bullied in school because of their weight. Can you talk to them? And I've talked with children. I also worked with, um, there was this um, um, group I was collaborating with for um, children um, fashion shows. Okay. And there was kids there that, I'm blessed to say that I touched their lives in some way. Actually, I was on a show the other day and the mom, I said, I don't think I met you. She go, oh yes you did. (laughs) (laughs) She said, "Um, don't you remember my son? And it was one. It was her child that I had worked with him as oh, a kid model, awesome. and he is fit now fifteen. So oh wow, so that's awesome. Say, so to say that I've touched lives because of something that I created selfishly for myself, it wasn't just for me. It was for other people that was having the same issues that that I was having right. in my life. So I started blazing curves, and for years I did it just. It was blazing curves. It was just women mm-hmm. modeling and mm-hmm. strutting their stuff on the run. Mm-hmm. Then I had this idea. I'm gonna bring men in. So I started having. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't call them my full figured men because men don't want to be called full, full figured. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so then I called them my men of presence. Mm, so I like that. I um, had men modeling, and um, I'm still in that. <laughs> right. That's going into the yeah. I'm a man of presence. <laughs> yeah. There's one that touched me the most. Um, his name is Ray, and. Um, Ray was so excited. He brought his grandmother, mm. his mom, his kids. They were all in the front row. Mm. And just, I can show you that picture, the smile on his face. That's dope. And that was because his family was watching him achieve something. Yeah. And it wasn't, he wasn't um, insecure. And he was so confident. Mm-hmm. And that showed in his smile. Yeah. So when I see people feeling that way, that does my heart so much good. I bet. Yeah. Or when I have parents, I mean, people our age coming up, their parents coming up saying, Kathy, thank you. That's Mm -hmm. dope. That's dope. So, actress, model, what got you into that particular career? What was the thing that you were like, this is something that I want to do? Was it something that you always kind of aspired to be? or? You know what? I I think back, and I tell people, think back um, when you were a kid. And this is something that I learned in my actors workshop is that you know what we forget we forget how to be to have fun and be kids when we get old mm, and I was just that is so true yes. yeah so I thought back you know what there was a time in my life when me and my brothers we lived in I was we lived in this home that had these little uh, houses in behind it I don't know where my mama had us living though. okay <laughs> but I remember my brothers and I we were staging plays in those houses. Mm. 
So it was something that I always loved doing, but I lost it along the way. Lost the connection. Yes, yeah. and, and I lost it due to my insecurities growing up. Okay. And I don't know where the insecurities came from. Um, losing my confidence. I can tell you there was times in um, high school I wanted to try out for cheerleading. Mm-hmm. I knew the splits. I knew the moves. I knew everything. But my mind would let me go out there and try mm-hmm. out. We were just so talking about this. That's crazy. that was one thing that I wanted to conquer that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to quit being afraid to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I felt like I missed out on so much in my life from not being secure in myself. I think it's, you know, I want to give you a compliment for doing what you're doing for people because uh, for males and females, Mm -hmm. I think it's so important because I think it's shoved down our throat um, through social medias, through movies, Hollywood of, and it kind of goes back to the fit. What does that Mm -hmm. mean? Right. Because what you see, like for guys, for mm-hmm. example, right, um, you see these Chris Hemsworth or you see these these guys that are playing in these superhero mo- mm-hmm. movies, right? Mm-hmm. And how unrealistic that really is to maintain, yeah. right. right? Where guys and females, like on the other side of that, right, where you have to be this bit, you know, mm. tiny, skinny, round, you know, right. like that is... First of all, it's very unhealthy to be right, that way. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's not healthy. Um, and it sets so much uh, unrealistic expectations yeah. mm-hmm. on just the regular human psyche. Right. You know, to achieve, oh, I got to look like that. And I, I think it's so important to just be you, be comfortable right. in your skin. I you know, agree. if you whatever it is like right. just be comfortable with where you're at that you know and i i really want to praise you for that because Thank i think you. that is very important and i don't think we hear it enough in right. today's society that's because true. we're constantly being shoved down our our throat of, of like you need to be this fit person and it's right. like no not really you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's okay if you want to be fit but the, the works, unrealistic if expectation you, if it works for you right. that's fine but don't sit here and tell what he has to look like right, right. right. exactly yeah like they, there's just unreal expectations right. everybody he me, he is does di- tell me all the time what i'm supposed to look like. <laughs> I'm, just I'm joking i'm joking uh never you know i would never tell anybody you know you need to look this way yeah. like uh, there's beauty in everything you know but it's and you're right about that but you know i just think about 24 hours a day we either see it on television we're seeing it on social media we're seeing it in the um, the the media that's coming into our mail each day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so our children has to see all this all day long. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about. I always use this for an example. Also, um, um, what's her name? Gabrielle Sidibe. Okay. Okay. When that movie came out with her, Precious, what was the first things people were saying about this young lady? Mm. Okay, think about yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. And just think about it. They were saying this probably in front of their children. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if some child at school looked like her, so then they're going to go to school saying, oh, that child is fat, this, this child this. is yep. ugly, mm-hmm. this child is black. Right. These are the things that they're going to say about that because mm-hmm. of the things that come out of our mouth. Right. But then we wonder what's going on in the world right? with all these shootings and things like that. Exactly. And mm-hmm. We need to really look in the mirror and see what's going on out here and what's coming out of our mouth. Right, mm-hmm. right. 
the men, the mental aspect of right. it, you know, of <clears throat> constantly seeing these things, but then also, you know, on that, like you said, on that other side right. of it, what do we, what are we right. saying to these young kids, right. you know, that are very impressionable, right. you know, and then on the, on the other side of that being bullied, right. right? And then being bullied just because they're a little bit overweight or whatever. Right. Like, and you know, none of us condone violence and shooting right. and all that stuff. Right. But we have to dig deeper and see why is mm. this occurring right. and how are we going to stop this? That is this? true. Yes. And it's not just, I mean, everyone's focused on the guns, but the mouth is like a gun. Mm-hmm. Mouth is a great weapon. Right. Yeah. So we need to dig deeper and see what's going on. Yeah, for sure. So th that is my main reason for keeping this going and keeping my mission for this going mm -hmm. because this is something that i mean i started that in 2006 look it's it's still going on it's still and i think it's it's more prevalent i think even today you know right. i think it's just as prevalent i should say right. you know it i don't think it's ever really let up you know um and i think that's why the work that you're doing is so important for both males and females right, right. you know what i'm saying i think I think you're seeing more males now, right? Like than ever before, because I think it was always talked about with women, right. you know, and you should look this particular mm. way, huh. right? If you don't look this way, you're not beautiful, you know? That's true. And I think, I, again, I want to congratulate you for even Thank bringing you. in the men, Thank because you. I think the men are struggling just as much. Oh, of course. You yeah. know, they've just been so silent for Because they have, it, it, I don't know, I'm not a man. Right. But it was uncool. I mean, you can't act that way around your buddies, to, um, act like you were insecure. So right. they had to put your chest out right. in front of your boys. Mm -hmm. And even though, I mean, you sitting around your boys, and they may be making fat jokes or talking about someone. Right. I, I, I know that has to hurt. Oh, of course. Or, because, or they're yeah. talking about the muscles of working out. Maybe mm -hmm. you don't have the endurance to work out or play basketball as hard as they are. I mean, those are things we have to look at, the things that come out of our right. mouth. Mm -hmm. We really do. I, I, think, I think that's a very good point, you know, where uh, – people need to start looking at that we're all human and we all have different aspects of different body types, you and know, and it's and and for it, different reasons and all for different reasons. Yeah, yeah of course. I mean, Some it's health reasons. <clears throat> you know, you never know. I mean, people joke uh, about it. Oh, she gonna say it's her thyroid. You know what? That's a legit thing. That, that is a 100% legit issue. thing. Yeah. And thyroid, that thyroid can be a monster. Mm -hmm. It can damage so many different things. So mm -hmm. think about it before you say it because it could happen to you. Right. <laughs> of course. And then people always say, well, you need to go on this diet or this diet. And it's like, you know what? That diet might work for you, but that doesn't work for everybody. Like, true. And that is, I think that I would, one thing I would say is you know be careful who you're what you're preaching about like not every everybody has different body types body styles what works for them what doesn't work right. for them uh health issues play a huge role in in a lot of different things you know true. and you know just because something worked for you doesn't mean it's right for the next that, person that is very you know true. i was speaking with on, on my show um talking to some comedians and if you listen, most comedians say the same thing, that they um, self-deprecate because of probably past of being bullied. Right. So they're going to say some talk about themselves before mm -hmm. you get the time to talk right. about them. Mm -hmm. So what is 
that to me that's still hurtful mm -hmm. that i have to talk down on myself mm -hmm. so that you won't talk about me right yeah i think we all kind of i mean i guess there's some people that don't do it but uh i know even for myself i'll still do it to this day if i have a flaw i'll, I'll mm -hmm. bring it out first before anybody before else does anyone else can because do it, yeah. i'd rather make fun of myself than somebody else make fun right. of me because <sighs> even though it might hurt to me talking about it mm. to me it's going to hurt less than if somebody uh, it's right. coming from somebody's somebody else's mouth right. and i make fun of myself i can right. kind of relate to the comedians in that right. kind of aspect right. you know I, I think i think what you're doing um and, and definitely we're going to dive uh a whole lot deeper into it but one of the things that to his point that i thought was super dope was it wasn't and i went into it thinking it was only women which is still fire by itself right mm -hmm. like it's it's a great thing i have three girls so mm -hmm. i'm always gonna be like pro women whatever body image yeah. i'm always gonna be all about that right. but then when i started kind of looking into it and i was like oh it's for the fellas too and i think my personal you know for me personally my personal journey with weight you know i grew up very skinny i was a skinny kid basically my whole life until I, got, I was a skinny kid too. Yeah, until I got married. But and you then, know what? I didn't like it though. I didn't like being skinny. I didn't like being super skinny. I always wanted to be as as a as a man. I wanted to be bigger, swoller, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and over the past few years, you know, I've I've dealt with my weight, and something that probably maybe only you and a few people know is I've had to deal with issues of trying to buy clothes and right. trying to look a certain way right. and wanting to go to events and wanting to wear certain things right. and not feeling comfortable in those spaces because of my size, right? And it's been a journey that I've had to, that I'm still ongoing with, right? right. But I loved seeing that you're not only pushing the women, but it, it is a real thing with right. men. And a lot of men do not talk about weight. Right. We don't because it's either you're just, you're in shape mm. or you're not in shape. Right. Mm -hmm. There's and no in between. There's no in between. Right. right? There's no true. like slim it, thick. I'm not going to be slim thick. I'm just thick out here in these streets. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so t uh, talk to us about you eventually making that transition and saying, you know what? We, we have to, you know, we should include the men. How did that really come about? You know what? I. I think it came about because I did, I did one of my favorite shows. This is one of my favorite shows where um, I had a designer that had um, formal gowns. Okay. And I wanted the ladies to be walked down the aisle okay. with the men. And we had um, I got a tuxedo, a tuxedo um, vendor to loan us the um, tuxedos. Okay. So I want the guys to be in tuxedos. So I wanted the women to be escorted down. So that was my first piece in getting the men involved in my show. Okay. But then after that, I loved that so much. And then just thinking, you know, men have the same issues that mm -hmm. we have. And that's how it came about, just seeing them on the runway. Right. So, and, and at that point, if I think about it, I don't even think I had guys that were like really big guys. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, the fit. I mean, the, actually, most of them are fit. I'm as they call them, fit guys or guys with muscles or 
guys, not a guy that was a man of presence. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure that I was showcasing my man of presence. Dope. And um, when I did their segment, it wasn't like they were walking with a woman. It was all about them. That's They're dope. walking down mm -hmm. their runway by themselves, Owning showcasing it. their tuxedo and whatever T-shirt and jeans. I had a a jean designer that um, a, a local designer that makes jeans and um, T-shirt design, a faith-based um, T-shirt designer. Okay. So and um, it it was just awesome to see them. I had this young man um, come down from Flagstaff. Okay. He's a, um, he does tattoos and piercings. Okay. And he was all tatted and pierced. And, you know, people, that was another thing. People mm. were so shocked to see him on the runway also. Mm. That, I don't know if they felt that that was different for me, um, the type of models. Mm. But, hey, he's, I, he's a part of this diverse group yes. that people turn their nose up at. Mm -hmm. And he strutted, he worked that runway too. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I enjoyed nice. having him there. But it, and the ladies enjoyed him too. The yep. ladies was out there, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that front row nice. was clapping. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. So no, you I, I just learned from that point. It showed me something else. I mean, growing up with three brothers, and you know what? I never thought about the issues that they may have faced or uh -huh. what they were going through. Or I got lots of male cousins here. You never think about things that the male is going through. Yeah. And that's because, like you said, they keep that. They don't showcase, hey, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a little heavy or I need to lose some weight or they don't talk to us about things no. like that. Yeah, I think, well, you know, just from a man's perspective as well is, you know, we're taught that man up mm -hmm. constantly, yeah. like just man up. And there's a part of it that's like, okay, I get that aspect of it. But then there's certain things it's like, no, like I need to talk about this or I need to get through whatever issue it is, you know, and it, it, you know, whether it is about weight or, you know, anything about, right. you know, we are afraid sometimes to talk about things because we're afraid of being shamed, right. you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And mm -hmm. um, so it is nice that the, the male aspect is getting recognized as well, because I think there's, there's a lot of men out there that are feeling the same way, yes. you know, that they can't, basically come out and you know just be themselves That's true. you know and you know we're starting to see a lot of, like in the celebrity community that i mean outside of arizona that they're human mm -hmm. just like everyone is mm -hmm. you know we try to put people that's in the front of the camera or behind a mic or wherever on a pedestal, on a pedestal. Yeah. like we're not human and i mean um Robin Williams is who I was trying to think. Yeah. I mean, just what's coming out with him. What's wrong with him? What? Oh, I can't wait to see what happened to him. And it's just like you're so invested in the negativity. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, not to, not that it's even any of your business right. what was going on in his private life. Right. right. But you have people that are committing suicide that's people think oh i want to make this amount of money they're making all that money i mean what's wrong with them what's and they're making all that money very true money doesn't change what's gone on if you done been abused in the past or things mm. gone on in the past or in the present money doesn't change that very true right that not at all you have people that 
their their job is to stay at a size zero or a size three mm-hmm. when they're on them red carpets. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if they get to a size five, y'all gonna be putting your fingers at them. What's going saying, on? Oh, she done got fat. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that media and the red carpet interviewers are saying that these. Oh, she done put on some weight. Mm-hmm. Well, and you and you look at a like like a Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. right, who passed away, and how after he passed, so many people were like. You guys were criticizing mm-hmm. this man for how small he got, right. not understanding that he was battling cancer right. while he was filming, while he was promoing, while he was out here being the guy that you mm-hmm. want him to be. He was battling his own battle. And, and to your point, you just don't know right. what people are going through. And that's why I love what you're doing with Blazing Curves, Blaze Image Consulting. Um, talk to us. I want to go back, though, a little bit. Because I want to talk about how you really got into acting, modeling. You did say it was like, you know, I, I got to come out of my shell. Uh-huh. I got to believe in myself. I got to go for the things that I want to go for. Talk to us about the early stages of you really making that decision and saying, like, what was the process and how did it go for you? Well, what I did... Um, <laughs> One day I was in a grocery store and mm-hmm. I ran into this agent and she said, you know what, you should be a model. And I'm like, I looked at her like she was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, me be a model? Oh, this some kind of scam or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So I took the business card home and threw it on the table and didn't look at it for a few days. And um, I'm a Virgo, so you know what, we go back to things. We just we just like that. We, we just anal about stuff. Okay, okay. <laughs> So um, at that time I was married and I was talking to my um, husband about it and he was like, you should do it. I'm like, whatever. I'm still having that bad mindset about it. But then a couple of days passed and then, so I called him and they set up an appointment for me to come in and I went in and did, they told me what their program was about and walking through there looking at the walls and seeing pictures of plus size models it wasn't it wasn't a celebrity model or a tyra banks or anyone else it was looking at the plus size models on okay. the wall that um had got my attention okay even though i never seen none of the models and seen them doing nothing so i'm right like, what happened to them right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so again signing with them um then my goal was just for the modeling part mm. and um i gotta tell you this little story so we were doing their thing is you do a photo shoot so you can get your head shots and things so they can send you out for castings and stuff so there was this guy that came in from new york you say mm-hmm. and he's, <laughs> he's doing my makeup and he's like you have your makeup i'm like no why would i have my makeup you're the makeup artist and no one told me to bring makeup. So he's like, well, no one told me that um, I was going to have uh, African-American in my seat. Mm. Okay, so you sitting here bragging about being this big time makeup New artist York, from right. New York and don't right. touch all these different faces. But you, you're supposed to be prepared for anybody. Right. right. All skin tones and right. everything. Yeah. So I, needless to say, I looked a hot mess with his doing. Okay. He didn't have my color, my shade of foundation. Mm which taught me a lesson because I was my beginning mm-hmm. that I always take my makeup with me okay no matter what and to this day you'll never catch me going anywhere without my makeup okay okay <laughs> so um after that doing the modeling 
doing the workshops and then their thing was that a good model should be an actor okay and vice versa so why I, why why do you know why 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 would they say that because you know what you're always in character okay on the runway Makes you're sense. in character okay you i mean it's all about your face it's all about your hands everything right and, and uh, um, you can tell for, for me you can tell the models that's not in the acting field as well okay okay and that is one thing that I worked with the ladies that were really into the field of modeling working on their face and their their poses and mm-hmm. how to hold their hands and things like okay. that okay okay so then the acting workshop started convinced me to do the acting workshops and to go to this competition in Hollywood and um, I really wasn't into it, but they, my, um, what was he, my um, <coughs> counselor, whatever it, his role was, he talked me into doing it. Mm-hmm. So I had to create these scenes and and um, that I was going to showcase in um, Hollywood. So I did this scene from, um, what was that scene from? I don't know if it was, a, I don't remember, was it one from a Scarface? Was it Scarface? Well, anyway, he was very negative. Okay. He's like, I don't like it. You need to do something different. And it was like his, he was really negative. Mm-hmm. But I still did it. Okay. I mm-hmm. took it and I did it. And I did win an award for it. Awesome. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Um, and a couple of others I created myself. Um, I was a superwoman. <laughs> <laughs> so then I had to model in a bathing suit. And my thing is, I'm there on the stage with, there was like, people from like 50 different countries there at this competition okay so i'm sitting in line way in the back my nerves you know you wait mm-hmm. your nerves gonna start getting bad oh, yeah. and i'm sitting there waiting and i'm like oh lord why did i let these people talk me into mm-hmm. doing this and i can tell you out of all those models i was the biggest one there okay so that made i was uncomfortable still mm-hmm. at my stage where i was uncomfortable being uncomfortable with these girls that are there that's able to wear a two-piece and didn't have a roll showing and just right. smooth bodysuits. So it was getting close and closer. I was ready to run, but I couldn't. There was nowhere I could run. Okay. There were people behind me. <laughs> so I got up there. It was my time to go, and I started doing my self-talk. This is what I was trained to do. Mm-hmm. So I got up on that stage. Those lights hit my face, and I just did my walk, and afterwards everyone's clapping. I said that's where Kathy Blaze was created, right there. Dope. Yeah, that's where Kathy Blaze was created. And when I came back, like I said, I was ready to work here, and there was nothing. Mm. And that's where Blazing Curves was created. Fire, nice, fire. Yeah. If if I hadn't have signed, um, gotten with that agency, if I hadn't gotten to that competition in Hollywood, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And, and there's something to be said, right, for you had to be uncomfortable in that moment, yes. right? Like that moment, it was like, okay, I'm here. Like you said, I wanted, you wanted to run. Yes. And there was nowhere to run. And there was nowhere to run. And, and, and taking that, do you think, do you think that, I mean, I, I guess the, the answer's already there, but has that moment stuck with you as you've continued to do your work with, blazing curves and and the image consulting has do you always kind of draw back from that that particular moment of being like i had to go 
Yes, I draw back for that moment. I tell you, I still got that bathing suit. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Nice. I still got that bathing suit, and that was from 2007. Okay. 2006, I still have that bathing suit Fire. in my closet. Yeah. Um, I I have this girlfriend when I talk about auditions, and you know now because of COVID and the way the world has changed, mm-hmm. we have to do self-tapes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And my friend would say, you, and I'll say, ooh, I got a little nervous. She said, you remember you, Kathy F. and Blaze. Yeah, there, it <laughs> there it is. Nice. That's, that's her line. That's what she'll tell me if I tell her my little nerves was acting up. But then I take that and I flip that because I was listening to, um, not, not, I could never think of this, that, this male actor's name. It wasn't James Earl Jones. It's the other one, tall one with the, he played the, played God once. Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Mm-hmm. Yep. He said something about, you know, we, we've already told ourselves, my nerves are bad and they're doing mm. this. How do we know it isn't just our energy and if positive things have butter, positive things happen within us, but we've labeled mm-hmm. it as something bad. That's something negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they both react the same way. Right. Yep. So I always think of that, that he mm-hmm. said that, and, and that helps me to flip it around also. Yeah. I, I think that's actually really good because I think that a, a lot of that happens with, um, you know, even doing something like this with cameras on you or, um, even if it's not cameras, maybe it's getting up and talking to somebody, you yeah. know, talking in front of people, yes. you know, stuff like that. And uh, those feelings mm. of the fear or whatever, turn that into something, it make you psychologically think about it as something exciting, yeah. you know, like turn that around instead of it being a fear thing, yeah. use it as motivation to be like, I got this, I got this. you know, yes. and I can push through that. Yes. You know, and because those, they work the same way. Right. They absolutely work that the same way. That is the mindset that can, I mean, cause you to go into a flight mode. Mm-hmm. Is the total, is the mindset that you have in that moment. By changing the meaning of that, mm-hmm. I mean, telling yourself you got it, that mm-hmm. changes everything about what's going on inside of your body at the moment. Right. And being a Virgo, yes, <laughs> being a Virgo, my mom's a Virgo, by oh, the way. Is she? <laughs> yes, so being a Virgo, you know, you got to trust, you got to trust that instinct, but you also have to realize what that instinct is telling you, yeah. right? Like, so, but also not to run, but yeah. use it, flip it, and turn it, and use that's it. You true. know, that's that's what's that's powerful stuff. So let's get more into um, blazing curves. Um, for the people that don't know, let's talk about the entirety of what it really is and Blaze, because it's really it's kind of one and the same, right? Image Consulting, but you also have Blaze and Curse. So let's talk about yes. the, let's talk about the two companies. Okay, Blaze Image Consulting. I um, Blaze and Curse was it's like this this pyramid. I have Blaze and Curse was the first thing that I created. It's a foundation under the Blaze. Yes, okay. then Blaze Image Consulting came because you know. We have entrepreneurs, business folks out here that are having that same type of mindset or the same, going through the same type of things. And one of the things is that I wanted to touch the business people. Okay. And to um, work with them on their branding and their image. I um, have met so many women that have told me, well, you know, they got to accept me the way I am. Mm. But you know what? Everybody ain't gonna accept you the way you are. Mm. You can be the most talented um, 
whatever actor um you can be the most talented um author whatever it is that you are right okay but you can have Susie over here that don't know jack mm -hmm. but because she has the image that they're looking for what they think it should be mm. they're gonna go with Susie because mm -hmm. you're showing up over there looking a hot mess right um not professional not professional mm -hmm. right so they don't have to accept you they don't or you can be putting Susie in as the face of your business but one day they're gonna want to see you. Right. They're gonna need to see you. There's gonna be something that happens that you have to be seen. So you have to change your whole mindset, your whole branding, everything that needs to be changed that relates to you. Mm -hmm. Because you know you can be the cause, the the cause for your business to fail, because of your mindset and who you are and what you do. Right. So that's when I started the image consulting is to work with women like that. Okay. And to still work with models and actors because you know what, there's actors, I mean, knowing how to go out to your casting calls and knowing how to go out to um, networking events and how to go out there. It's very important. Carrying your business cards or whatever it is that you, your headshots. And you know what, you see a lot of people, they don't know what a headshot is. Mm -hmm. You say, oh, I got my headshot. That looked like a whole body shot to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so the term right. is head shot. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You got your legs in there. What's going on here? I can see right. your shoes. Oh man. And and you know what? And a lot of times they're trusting the photographer, but still you have to do your due diligence and know mm. what you're going for. It's okay. your business. Right. Yeah, and you have to always, no matter what you do, treat it as a business. And I think that's important that you say that because I think a lot of people. As especially now to nowadays with social media being such a a big thing in our world, like it, it is damn near everything, oh, right? Yes. Social media is everything, and you have young stars being mm. created from Instagram, right. TikTok, whatever, right? Right. And you need to kind of know how to enter this world, mm. this vast world that is entertainment. Right. right. That that embodies now in 2022 so many things. Right. right? Before you have to go listen to the radio. Now there are podcasts. Right. Uh -huh. That's a totally different thing. Um, modeling used to be specific. You had to have an agency. You had to have this. Now, if you have your branding right mm -hmm. and you're utilizing social media correctly, now, getting now the big that. companies are coming to see you because right. it's like, we don't got to pay the middleman. Right. We'll just deal with you. Right. Right. And now you can run ads on Facebook, Google, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. And I think that's very important that you say sometimes you, you, you could be the cause of your own failure because you're so stuck, not wanting to adapt, not willing to learn. And the truth is, and we had a, a guest on um, named Don Miliano. And he said something so profound. He was like, you have to look the part that you want to be, the part yes. that you want to get. Mm -hmm. yes. And I think uh, I'm glad that you touched on that because I think a lot of people need to understand that. It, it's some, we don't want to get out of ourselves, right? right? But sometimes, man, you put something on and, and, and you weren't, you didn't really want to do mm -hmm. it. You put it on, you're like, damn, hold I never knew. It's, right. And it's not always for the other person. It's for you. It's too, for you. Because right. you're exuding that confidence right. now. Mm -hmm. That is so true. That is so true. And you know what? Speaking of like the Instagram models, the Instagram hairstylists, the Instagram whatever, 
you know, a lot of times you'll have professionals, I've heard them, oh, they're just an Instagram model, they're just an Instagram, but you know what? Those Instagram people are working hard. Mm. And a lot of times, their branding is more on top than some of the so-called professionals. Yes, right. very so much so. Be, so before you start talking about those TikTok um, people and Instagram, you need to look at your own stuff. The art, right? right. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. They can, they can probably teach you a thing or two. Mm. <laughs> ha, ha, that being said, um, you know, you started the company uh, in 2007, obviously added on the image consulting to it. How has, two, uh, kind of a two-part question here, how has the last two years affected business for you? Um, it, it's got to be some way, right, right, with the pandemic and yes. all that. And how... How has social media affected your business and how have you been able to use that um, to grow? Well, with social media, it's caused me to reach outside of my environment, inside of being local. Mm -hmm. I've gotten clients outside of Arizona. Mm -hmm. And nice. these are people that I had networked with before mm -hmm. and a lot of times people see you and see what you can do and like what you can do but they don't reach out. So I had to do my due diligence and reach out to them. Okay. And, and um, I started offering what I would say, like a, um, I would do a free 15 minute consult okay. on their image and things like that. You know, sometimes you had to give something to get something. For sure. So that was what I started to do and I got um, customers outside of Arizona. So that was my goal. Cause I never felt like I had an Arizona mindset that, oh, I just want to work in Stay Arizona. Mm -hmm. That's good. But I want to work in Arizona. Right. Right. But that, that's I, the that, base. Right. But right. that don't mean I don't want to work outside um outside of Arizona. So one of my clients was in um um one that was I worked with in Vegas and she was doing a new um branding shoot for herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, the goal was for me to FaceTime and help her while she was there on set. Okay. And, and you know what? We have access to doing anything now. Right. Okay. Just have a good iPhone or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yes, I said iPhone. Uh, <laughs> facts. Facts. But we have the tools to do whatever it is right. we need to do. But we have to be prepared and ready. And speaking about um, the image, I mean, there was a time where people they're all having to work from home. But the thing is, oh, I don't want to be on camera. You don't want to be on camera because of your image. Mm. You don't want to fix your hair up. And that was something that I was doing, like workshops on simple ways to do things, to um, be prepared to be on camera, t giving tools to doing it the simple way so that you don't feel like you got to put on a full-fledged face of makeup right. dress and a suit or whatever it is. There's ways making sure that you're in an area where there's a backdrop or utilizing the virtual backdrops right. so that you're not in a cluttered room. So no mm -hmm. one wants to watch all your clutter in the back. No. So, so those are some of the things that I was doing was creating workshops so that to teach to help around that um COVID time that mm -hmm. that we were all stuck at home. Yeah, right. And, and it, you know, it was a <laughs> transitional time, I think, for for everybody. And you know, our our growth came a lot through that time, which mm -hmm. was you know, because we started literally a month. I want to say, like when we really started getting into it, a month before the pandemic hit, and then it was like, oh. 
okay. Yeah, what are we going to do? Uh, what are we going to do? You know what <laughs> right? I mean? Yeah. But, but you just kept going. Though. You just yeah. have to yeah, adapt. You got to yes. keep going. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and, it's, and as much bad that came out of, and you know, we're technically still in it, right? Like there's mm-hmm. cases are still oh, on yes. the rise and yes. it's not gone away. We, we've just kind of learned to kind of coincide and live with kind of the times that we're in. Um, but do you, do you think that helped? Um, just overall your business and, and kind of everything that you're doing do you think that time kind of helped you grow like how do you feel about it helped me grow in the area of getting like I said getting clients outside of Arizona okay um, utilizing the tools that I had to create other content mm-hmm. that helped me with um, I did something that um, I called nighttime divas Okay. And that was on the acting realm. So I got together with like three other actors and we would do these um, skits um, once a week. Okay. So I, it gave me the opportunity to do those types of things and to hone in on my craft more. Um, as far as my business, the way that it hurt it was being able to do my annual events mm. and. Um, being in a venue and having those types of things. Right. So those, that was where I wasn't able to do those things. I did do what they call like a virtual, mm-hmm. like I had my, for my annual, um, um, my annual from Blazing Curves, mm-hmm. I did like a virtual type event. Okay. And I had some guest speakers there. And so I was able to do it that way, but that way you, you still take a loss in your funds right there. Right. Yeah, but do you have plans for live event to come back? You know what? <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> that's in the making. I'm I'm still thinking about that. Yeah, because um, I did start a nonprofit also. Okay, okay. talk yeah. to us about that. Uh, I have a nonprofit called Raising Bread. Okay, um, my daughter's name is Brittany, and I saw that. Okay, and, yeah, talk um, to us about that. Raising Bread is a nonprofit for parents with special needs children. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, you know what, it's all, to me, it's all about community and supporting, <clears throat> supporting the people in our community. And we have so many parents here with special needs children, and again, they're up under the radar. I mean, and, and, and I know the reason for that, being a mom of special needs myself, is that you're always in a protection mode. You're always about, and people are like, well, all mothers are in a protection mode. But the, the protection mode that mothers, parents in with a special needs child is more heightened. Mm-hmm. We worry about that child the minute they're out of our sight. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all, we worry about children without disabilities, but this is different. I mean, you have a child that may not be able to voice if someone's touched them or mm. did something to them, or a child that um, can't walk. I mean, they're, they're totally dependent on someone else. So that is heightened. I tell you, people laugh at me when I tell them, when my daughter first went to school, I followed the school bus, I was right, driving right behind the school bus all the way to the school. I mean, because, I mean, I know them folks. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I just that was something I had to do until I felt comfortable that she was okay riding in the bus by herself. Huh. But um, huh. I, that, I, and, and I, I, sorry to interrupt, but that he knows that hits home because I do have uh, a daughter that's special needs, very young, and um, 
that process to your point is not easy no and it's it's every day it's a learn you're i'm still learning there's still yeah. stuff that i need that we need to figure out and and so kudos to you for doing that because it is a place where you can kind of seclude yourself yeah with either by yourself or with your significant other and you kind of just try to own it yourself mm -hmm. and don't realize that there are a lot of people not just special needs autism which i feel yeah. is still special needs it is yeah um it's a hard thing to kind of deal mm -hmm. with and i'm glad that you're you know raising awareness for that so kudos to you for that thank you and, and you know what you said something that was so key and that was that's one of my um concerns and why i want to be a resource is that you said that you and your wife you hone in and you keep that to yourself a lot of times parents don't get a a date night they don't get time to themselves because they have a child that they may not have a babysitter. It depends on how um, their level of of their disability is. Right. Um, they may not get a date night. They may not get time to themselves to go take a hot bath without having to watch child or work. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone needs time to themselves. Mm -hmm. Very true. And to not be in this mode where you're concerned mm -hmm. or you're fear this and fear that something's going to happen. You. I, I can tell you, as a mother of special needs, you're always thinking, what if something happened to me today? What's going to happen to with my child? Very true. So that's something that never goes out of your mind. That's 24-7. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then, you know what? You have other people that don't feel, I don't know if they, some don't feel comfortable. They don't know how to ask but my thing is, if you know someone that has a special needs child, just call and say, "Hey, how you doing today?" Mm -hmm. Check in on them. Mm -hmm. uh, do you need Do you need me to come over and sit with whomever for mm -hmm. thirty minutes while you run to the store or mm -hmm. go get your nails done or go get go to the barber shop or whatever? Right. Mm -hmm. But you know, a lot of times, family and close friends forget that you need that just as well as they do. Right. 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 That is so key. Uh, and I, yeah, real quick, I, any, uh, anything you got going on with that, uh, that organization, please let, let both of us know. I mean, I would love to help out, um, in any way possible, you. you know Thank what I mean? You. For sure. Cause it, like I said, it, it hits home, you know what I mean? So anything I can do to, to be of service, um, at any type of event or whatever. I mean, if it's putting up chairs, I, I really don't care. You know what I mean? Okay. We'll be there to, to help out and, and make sure that whatever you got going on is successful Wonderful. for sure. And you mentioned if I if I do have an event this year, it will be for raising bread. My thing nice. is now it's all about fundraising. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so That's where your focus is at right now. Fundraising. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we we helping with that too. Whatever, whatever we do, you know what I'm saying. Links, whatever. We, we'll definitely uh, definitely help out in any way. Um, I don't I don't want to miss on uh, your show. Mm. Yeah, um, no, we we, we 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 dove into uh, a good chunk, but let's talk about this show, Desertwood Days. Yeah. Um, how did it come about? What is the show about? For the people that don't know. You know, like I said, it's you can find it anywhere. So talk about the show. I really want to hear about Desert it. Desertwood Days um, was created by my executive producer, George Obars. Okay. Um, he's an awesome guy. 
Um, he he's one of those people that um, <laughs> likes being behind the scenes. Okay. Mm. Okay. He, he mm. look. I say he starts to blush when I start putting him out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he he needs to be known in the community. He does a lot of community stuff too. I mean, it, he's that guy that. Um, Let's say you're doing a film or you're doing something and you need help. He he's there to okay. help. He's he's st- he also started a company called I think MovieWorks.com. I believe that's the name of it. And I think Desert Days falls up under that. And that is to be able to help other filmmakers get their films up and running. Okay. I know we have one um, company we're working with, like on their um, editing and their sound and whatever. So he's the guy that this company helps others get their projects done. Okay. But then he created Desert with Days. And um, people always ask me, well, how did you get that role? Well, you know, I worked with Desert with Days on, um, what not Desert with Days, with George on a film called um, Pizza Shop the Movie some years ago. Okay. Uh, my character was Big Marla. Okay. <laughs> Big Marla was something else. I believe it. <laughs> so, um, and I worked with him on a few other films after that, and he said when he thought about the host of this show, I was the face that he saw. He was, I was the person that he That's wanted dope. in this in this position. So Desert with Days is a talk show. Mm-hmm. It airs Monday through Friday. And Desert with Days has a focus on entertainment. Okay. Arizona entertainment. Okay. So we've interviewed people from um, musicians, singers, actors, filmmakers, authors, comedians. Mm-hmm. We've emailed, um, interviewed, what I call her, um, one of the golden grannies from um, Phoenix Mercury. She dances for the Phoenix. Oh, uh-huh. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Something years old. She's so no. cute. And um, anyone that touches entertainment. And I tell you that I love this show so much because it shows how much talent we have here in Arizona. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And being a native, I really love it because it shows our state. Our state has a chance to do some, a chance to do some big things. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we just have to support each other. Yeah, very sure. true. And, and that's what um, platforms like yourself, platforms like Desert with Days, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have to showcase these people. And you know what? Because a lot of times, talent they're not able to get out there because they don't have the money to buy marketing mm-hmm. plans, and mm-hmm. they don't have the right people behind them Very to help true. get right. their names out mm-hmm. there. So I love that we're able to help them. Yes. So, I mean, we I, I just can't believe how much talent we have mm-hmm. out here. We have, ta- we have so much talent out here. Stupid and talent, yeah. uh, just the, the connections that you make with these people, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's really rewarding as well. Like yeah. talking to just another fellow human right just about their craft and their what they're passionate about and it's a beautiful thing you know to get to know these people you know even it's a short period of time but it's it's amazing like sitting down here with you it's it's what i love most about doing what we do is because uh, there's just so many beautiful people out here doing things that are you know again there's people you know in hip hop that we've done and but then they do these side things mm-hmm. that they're you know with their community and right. stuff like that and 
it's like even more exciting because you're like, yeah. oh, I've just I thought you just did this. And it's like, no, I and do all the ones, these other things. And those too. are the ones that I go for. Hmm. The ones mm-hmm. that's doing something in the community. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can be a musician or whatever, author or whatever, but I will I'm really going after the ones that I know, hey, they're out here doing this, they're volunteering or they're doing something in the community also. Right. Those are the ones I really want to showcase. For sure. Right. Yeah. For sure. So that's that's Monday through Monday through Thursday. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Uh huh. And we do repeats on Saturday and Sunday. Is it what is it at a, spe- a specific time? Yes, Monday through Friday, three p.m. And then we repeat that show at seven p.m. Okay. And then Saturday and Sunday, um, it's usually I think three and five on Saturdays, and Sunday is three, five, and seven. Okay. And when we're not airing shows, then they're playing music videos. Okay. Yes. So. And that's on that's on the Dream Dream. Uh, net, what is the Dream? It's on the um the on YouTube. It's a Dream Network. Channel. Dream Network channel. Okay, okay that's what I thought. But airing live, it's on the Dream channel. On the Dream channel. Uh-huh, on okay. the local BTV. Nice. Awesome. And you know, I mean, I listed all the other ones. You know what I mean? Roku, Firestick. <laughs> Apple, you know what I'm saying? Google, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. everywhere. You can get it everywhere. You can get it everywhere. We've yep. been trying to get more musicians so that that we can play their music on mm-hmm. the station, and it, it's sad to say that a lot of the musicians, I mean, they don't, I don't know, they don't own the rights to the music, or they don't have uh, TV um, safe music. Mm-hmm. There's just so many reasons that we can't get some of the musicians. To music get is in a weird. It's in a weird spot. Yeah. Because music is, um, just from our perspective, it's, you know, a lot of stuff is sampled mm-hmm. today, so you don't own the rights to right, it, right? right? So they'll just take it and then they'll just put it out, but they can't do anything with it. Right. You know, it's, it's just like more for promotion yeah. than it is for anything else, you know, or uh, it is very, you know, or you explicit the ones, or you or have whatever. the ones that are just doing cover songs and we yeah can't, we can't use that yeah right. It, right. it is it's it, music's in a very interesting spot i think you know uh it's just it's kind of all over the place yeah. you know with that in that regard yeah. but the good thing is we do get the um to interview them and talk about their journey through the yeah, industry and find course. out what it is and where they see themselves and what's next for them um just like we had a gentleman um, earlier that I interviewed, a young rapper. Um, mm-hmm. He he calls himself um, well. He, his friend that he's collaborating is the vegan uh, vegan rapper. Okay. And um, he's he's all about health. Okay. So I, I and I'm like that is really cool That's because dope. you know nowadays with our children, I mean they've taken so much out of schools as far as um, things that they can, uh, PE and dance and mm-hmm. all those things. All so, the extracurriculars, yeah. And they're looking at um, social media. They're on those they got them little things in their hands mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. So if I want to hear. If I want my child to listen to something about rap or whatever, I like them to hear something that's talking about health-wise, mm-hmm. being health conscious. So mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, there's a guy, I don't know if you ever heard of Mega Ran. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of Mega Ran? He's a hip-hop guy. He's at local. He's out here. Oh, okay. He's considered nerdcore. Oh, okay. So he, like, raps about video games and stuff like that. Uh, he's fantastic. Oh. Yeah, he's he has the he, best stories, too. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. he's fantastic. He might be one that you might want to look into getting okay. on the show. Yeah, I think a he's one of the, the top human out here. Yeah, he's a awesome. great human being. He does a lot one of, of things. Fa- he's one of our favorite rappers, and he's 
like a super dope human being. Yeah, as well. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's he's written a book about his life. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's, he's awesome. He's amazing. He Shut up. And he's a local. He's local. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. If he's in, town. I mean, he's a star. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He'll, he'll he's, a lo- he's a local star. Oh, yeah. he's just, yeah, I mean, he he tours. I mean, he's you know he does his thing. You know, yeah, he goes around. The but country, you tell him but... he's a star, he's gonna laugh at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he's but he's a great guy. Great he guy. might. Yeah. I'm just giving you a little, you know, okay. uh, something to get on your show. I think yes. you would be a pretty amazing to get on yeah. the show. Awesome. If you can and and, and uh, he's also connected with CJ as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so. I'll talk sure. to TJ about him. Yeah. TJ, we had on the show. He's an awesome guy. That's oh, TJ. Yeah. He's one of the best. But yeah. we, we know TJ. Knows yeah, he knows that. Man. He already <laughs> knows that, though. Um, is there anything that we missed that we didn't cover? Anything you want to touch upon before uh, we get out of here? You know what? Um, you talked about all the things that I do. Um, I just completed a film, a short film out in Superior. Okay. Um, was it last week? And this, and I died. Oh, did <laughs> I you? I died. I had blood all over oh, me. Oh, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I really, I love the writer for what she did with this this film because we were talking about the, the roles and not being roles because of whatever the main reason is Mm -hmm. and for this film the the character that i play i i was a a black woman with a husband okay and a lot of times you don't see that Mm. say that i I had a i actually had a husband right in the film even though we died right (laughs) But, (laughs) (laughs) but our children need to see that for sure see roles of married couple you know we see too much and that's something we see on social media a lot um people don't believe in marriage anymore mm-hmm. or um they don't showcase um a family unit right we don't Very true. we don't see that a lot on television you know people talk about tyler perry but i love what tyler perry does i mean he always shows a family mm-hmm. unit and mm-hmm. he shows diverse Characters. He gives characters um, an opportunity that a lot of these um, productions wouldn't give them That's an opportunity. That's very true. Yeah. So very when true. people are clowning on Tyler because he's Medea, Tyler is working hard for everyone. And he's giving, yeah, like you say, he's giving people opportunities for yes. sure. Yeah. So that is one of the things that I pr- appreciated about this production, the characters that they selected in this. It was a really good film, so I'm looking forward to it coming out. For sure. What's the name of it? It's called um, 42 Seconds. 42 Seconds. So, yes. Okay. We'll be on the lookout for that sure. thing. Yes. Where can they find you, Miss Kathy Blaze? Oh, okay. I can find on, be found on all platforms, the Kathy Blaze Jefferson. You can um, find my website, blazingcurves.com, kathyblaze.com. And for the nonprofit, it is raisingbrit.org. Awesome. Awesome. And you know how we yeah. do. We're going to sprinkle that down. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's going to be down there. It'll be down there digitally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Thank it's you. been a pleasure to talk with yes. you. Very much so. Amazing. Thank you. Love yes, what you're doing. You. Thank you. So, yeah. you guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is the Gray Space. Peace. Peace.